this is going to be episode 17 that we're transitioning into here, everybody. Um, episode 17, Arsenal. We're going to be discussing uh, some of the content we've recently looked at on the news section that came out um, that Stephen put out here recently on the Ashes of Creation Discord. And he gave us a sneak peek at some of the weapon abilities that we're going to see. And we'll talk about that a bit. Some of what I'd like to focus on discussing today is going to be uh, a lot of the combat system, which we really haven't gotten to see a lot of yet. Um, there's going to be a little bit of speculation, and I know for sure on my part, uh, but I do know that um, we all probably have an idea of what we feel like is going to be a, a good fit, and I think we've seen some hints as to what the combat system might be like. Um, first, I'm going to introduce my guest today. Um, as I'm viewing my screen, we've got top left, Revel Strike. You're, uh, we're going to call it Stormlord or Hero of the Storm. Stormlord. Storm we're going to go uh, O'Keefe right here to my left. The uh, bearded bro, the golden, well, the bronze beard himself. Uh, up top right, you see Snifi. You've seen Snifi here on the Simcast before. And I'm your host today, Seymour. Uh, gentlemen, thanks for showing up today and being here for the Simcast. I know we kind of did this last minute. Um, it's been a very, very busy past oh boy i'd say it's been a pretty busy past uh, couple weeks for us here we've had a lot of transitions i talked about some of the viewers um we've transitioned into a launch for a game that's coming to early access uh fractured lands which we are majority of us at least three out of four are partnered with here um our community virtue more specifically the virtue order which is our stream team within um the Virtue community uh, have been really big proponents of this game, putting a lot of time and energy into it. So I do apologize if things are somewhat shorter than they have been. The conversations may not be as full, but to be fair, we're in a dark dead zone phase yet again with Ashes really waiting for a lot of uh, new content and a lot of uh, things to be shared and shown to us. Uh, today on this episode, I'd like to get started with some of the images we've seen. So we saw two images specifically that are related to the weapons or the weapon system as I'm gonna, gonna be talking about. Um, so for the viewers that are gonna be on YouTube, you'll get to see a couple uh, previews of this. To those that are live on Twitch right now, I apologize. Um, I'm not gonna be able to show those to you, but you have gotten the Discord, you have access to check them out if you'd like. Um, so first of all, uh, he put out some other images as well. He showed like some concept art for like a chalice, a bed. Um, there were a couple of items that were also dropped on the Ashes Discord where Steven was sharing. Um, oh boy, it was, uh, it looked like it would be a couple possible cosmetics in the, the item shop that would be coming up here in August. Uh, this August when they switch things over, I think in like the next week or something like that. Um, but anyway, you, have you all gotten a chance to look at the the uh, images of the the staffs that I've shown you? Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I took a look. Yeah, I had. Right on. So anything anything interesting about that? That we'll, we'll for the sake of conversation, go uh, round robin hitting up Revel Strike, O'Keefe, and uh, Snipey in that order to myself. Um, was there anything interesting, different, unique about those images that you kind of noticed, or maybe you got some speculation about? Well, oh, you did say me right first. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, good. Um, I mean, the first thing I notice is it's not like... So when you're looking at the staff ability, 
it's it's like a cone it looks like it goes from you know the staff and then goes out which in most mmos when you play them you know it's just kind of like a line ability or it's um it's like an ability that comes from the staff and it's like a firebolt that uh propels um towards uh an enemy player or npc or something like that it's always something small um the fact that they're doing you know something a little bit different something to make um make the staff aesthetics look more powerful uh it really gives uh, a player the the sense of hey you know this is um this is something that looks powerful and it feels powerful and um it really brings that aspect to the game i think bet you keith uh well I don't have much to say about the staffs, to be honest. They're pretty, looks pretty sweet. I got to say that. But uh, other than that, it's just, just your regular old aesthetics for a game, I would say. I mean, it, it's going to be interesting where they go with it. But other than that, it's just, it does look nice. <laughs> Anything for you, Stefi? Yeah, I mean, I, I like how it's got like initiation and launch. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that that's kind of cool. Um, so it's probably going to have two separate animations for those. I know, uh, before we got on here, at least my, my, my big criticism, you know, was kind of looking at the two, you're looking at the one with the, just like the explosive wave, the fire, and then the prismatic spray, um, which is like, uh, you know, multicolored, you know, uh, cone of energy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, they look they look fairly similar. Like it looks like one is just like a reskin of the other. So I'm hoping that you know they they get a little bit more unique with it, and that they make sure that you know in the game that it's not simply just a, a reskin, and that they make each of them unique. And even the, the initiation, you know, maybe it'll be just a different motion of the staff or the prismatic versus the explosive wave. Um, you know, to to start casting the spell to to then launch of it. Um, I'm just hoping for that versus a reskin. I know that that will probably take more time, more resources, more money, but in the end, it'll be such a a better product and a better feel than if you just have a reskin of, you know, a different color of the same ability. Um, it, it also make it feel, you know, a little bit more powerful, a little bit more unique, uh, depending on your play style, I think at least. So when I'm looking at these, I see this one, it's like an explosive wave ability. And like Rebel was saying, it looked like a cone. It almost looked like at the end of it, it had this spiral effect. You could kind of see it almost had a turning to it. Um, And then when I look, so that's for the flame two-handed staff explosive wave ability. Um, Then I looked at the prismatic and I'm kind of going, so what exactly is that? It's like maybe arcane or something similar, like an arcane sort of effect versus fire. Um, when I look at this, what I'm what I what I first think is, and first the rollback prismatic spray ability. So when I look at that one, it's like this one's like a cone of of energy. It's like a spray. They call one a, a spray. And so what I kind of like think about is I think about in the Elder Scrolls Online. This is what this totally like hit me when I looked at this. I was like, okay. So my thoughts are okay. So in the Elder Scrolls Online, you've got um, you've got your fire staffs, ice staffs. You've got your um, uh, lightning staffs, right? Those are your three main destruction staffs. Well, this one, they're just talking about it being a two-handed staff. It's not really described as being a damage staff, although we could probably speculate that's what it is. I mean, 
the prismatic could end up being some sort of a healing thing. Um, when I look at that, though, I noticed that they they made sure that on that the image, it was like, okay, so this is like what it looks like being cast. Then this is what we see when it almost reminds me of the flame lash on the Elder Scrolls Online for the Dragonite ability, only with the staff. I noticed one thing different that I'm seeing is there the it looks like when it's being cast, they're holding the staff with two hands, almost like in front of them, like they're almost like shooting it. And so I'm kind of like looking at that and the way they detailed the the name and everything, it almost looks like maybe the first one is like your image as an idea of what the cast animation will look like. And I'm almost almost like maybe an incantation sort of thing is what when I looked at it, I, I kind of like that's where my mind went, which I felt like was cool and different. Again, speculation going off of an image and the other one just being, you know, just the type of ability. So I don't know if it, in the Elder Scrolls line you got weapon ability specific to the type of weapon. Right. And then you just got like your light and heavy attack. So I'm kind of wondering if they're trying to find some medium to that, maybe. Um, but let's talk about. The weapon system itself thing because that's just speculation we don't really have nearly enough of to go off of to to make any kind of a sound theoretical uh kind of statement here but those are just some of our random thoughts and ideas about it i found it cool that they were actually putting some of that out i was glad that they did as we're getting closer to alpha one it's not going to be very long before it's here and alpha one's supposed to be where we get our first look at the combat system um more specifically castle sieges etc <coughs> excuse me so first question for, for you all, what is your preference style on a combat system? Um, you can feel free to talk about UI and how you interact. More specifically, I want, want to get an idea of, as you as a player, how a game, its combat system, whether it be UI, the way things cast, the way abilities are structured and put together for you to use them, what kind of combat system is like your comfort zone is comfortable for you that you find you have a preference or appeal to? Well, for me, I, I, I prefer skill shot combat system. Um, I, I don't really like the tab targeting unless it's like maybe in a raid or something like that. When you've got to watch out for multiple types of, uh, different, uh, environmental, um, things that it can that can occur around you and you've got to avoid those obstacles um that's when i think tab targeting is useful um i, I don't i don't really know if this was like a, a <laughs> stop it keith dear lord what are we the brady bunch i'm sorry revel please continue that's fine dear god i don't know if that was really a, a more geared towards a specific type of uh combat like um you would say pve or pvp mm -hmm. um so, like, for PvP, I would definitely like to see skilled shots um, for, you know, most of your abilities being used. And for PvE, I, I could use, I could, I could see tab targeting being awesome as well. So, my preference, though, regardless, is definitely skill shots. I think any game should, um, should have skill shots, and it holds, it holds um, your guild members, it holds people accountable for their actions, um, and... I, I really like to bring I, I would really like to see this game bring um, the best out of people and also give people the ability to learn as well and I think when you do a combat system like that where it revolves around skill shots <clears throat> people grow um, they're not just you know going with the flow and um, just playing like every other MMO so 
that's what I think uh, would be would be the best in my opinion. For once, I'm actually going to go against what you said there. I, I prefer mostly tab targeting. I don't like the whole skill shot in MMOs. Oh, man. I prefer um, tab targeting. I prefer like having to make sure you hit your um, abilities like perfect timing sometimes to get it right. Like I like going against somebody who's like equal uh, skill as I am as far as like everything, and then just whoever makes that tiny mistake first. And I don't, I don't want it to be a, a mistake of, oh, I aimed a little wrong or my targeting was a little off. I like tab targeting. I don't have to worry about too much about that. It's just timing of my abilities, timing them perfectly to get that everything off right away. For myself, I think uh, some, some sort of mix between like an action combat system, so something with... Um, you know, some skill shots, some, some different abilities that you can throw in there that involves that type of skill. But then also the, the tab targeting system as well. Um, you know, I, 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 I guess it's sort of like classic because nowadays, you know, you get a lot of these uh, uh, Asian MMOs and they're going for the pure like action combat with dodges and skill shots and um, you know, like like hyper fast movement and stuff like that. But but I, I guess I'm a little classic in the sense kind of with O'Keefe here where I like the, the tab targeting system a lot because, you know, it forces you to do different things within combat. So like, you know, specking your build the exact right way um, so that it fits your play style and, and that you can, you know, theory craft and, 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 you know, come up with something that can beat your opponent. Um, but, but also, uh, you know, monitoring different things, be it, you know, uh, dots, snares, um, you know, when your, your abilities pop, uh, and when they're, you know, ready to go. Uh, so, so things like that, I, I think that can create some sort of balance between that can create, uh, something really unique. And, you know, I, I think that Ashes is, is going for that unique but but all encompass, uh, encompassing experience mm -hmm. so uh i think there, there's a happy medium to find between all of that i agree with that and i you know i i also like snifi um i also like snifi actually prefer a combination of having a system where you can tab target but you can also kind of more organically aim at your opponent through your environment um, again, I go back to the Elder Scrolls Online. This is one thing that I think, as far as their combat system, they've done extremely well with. Um, it's the first MMORPG that I've played where when I played it, uh, it, I felt like I was more in tune with my environment. Like I felt like I was really more immersed in my character and how my character functioned. Um, I know that a part of that probably also has a lot to do with the fact that the Elder Scrolls Online, you can also loot everything. There's a whole different component. And the Elder Scrolls Online, in that game in particular, it's an Elder Scrolls game. And, and being able to be really engaged and immersed in your environment, whether it be through stealing or um, you know, lockpicking or um, just looting things in your environment uh, for crafting and stuff like that, regardless of what it is i mean i feel like that is is reflected in its combat system 
And so I can recognize how there's a large part of that that actual uh, picture that is very much an Elder Scrolls thing. However, it is also the Elder Scrolls first MMO, the Elder Scrolls Online. And, and so the, a lot of that plays into the fact that when they made their MMO, there were some components in their design that I feel like were extremely valuable to the MMORPG genre, being that it wasn't a fixed tab targeting system, but wasn't a fixed action-based sort of system either. And they Ashes of Creation, the studio and Trepa Studios has not really given us a whole lot of information and and really let us know exactly what their system is going to be, but they have hinted at there being a cross between tab targeting and maybe a more action, um, you know, oriented sort of style similar to the Elder Scrolls Online. And I'm kind of wondering now how that's going to play out. Now, I know everyone I know, Keith, you have not played the Elder Scrolls Online. And there might be a lot of viewers as well that see this that, that maybe have not played that either. Uh, however, I feel like it's important to kind of note now, these two gentlemen that have here with me today know that the way that your weapons work are, are pretty interesting because that you do have the tab tag tar, blah, tab targeting versus sort of action based system. And what would you say are some of the pros and cons if you've used like a staff, for example, much like the images we've seen here? And for I'll explain my thoughts about it, but Revel, what were some of the positives? I think you played a Sork, uh, Sorcerer, um, and used a lot of, of staffs yourself, so. What about their system did you find appealing and useful? Well, the the pros and cons, they, they kind of balance each other out, and I'll tell you why. Because the pros are you have to you have to aim um, on the ground for some of your, um, what is it, like uh, conductive? What, what, like wall, elemental wall or something like that? Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. You have to aim on the ground, and you have to do certain mechanics uh, like that, and you also have to aim... Um, you know, to do your really powerful spells sometimes. Um, and the pros are that when you when you do awesome combinations and stuff like that, and when you when you actually hit your attendant target, the pros are because you have to work for it a little bit. You feel rewarded in game, like you feel powerful, like you feel like um, uh, like your character it's not just the character doing the damage, it's it's you doing the damage. And it's uh, you being held accountable for um, rather how much damage you're doing or how little damage you're doing. And that's what I like about um, ESO is the, the combat system, like in the dungeons. Um, uh, so that's kind of a pro and a con because, like I said, it's, it's down to personal responsibility at that point and... and, and uh, if you don't, <laughs> pretty much the con is if you miss. I mean, you're not getting those numbers. You're not doing that much damage, and mm -hmm. uh, you're you're being held accountable. But at the same time, it's much more rewarding when you do uh, do those actions correctly. I agree with that. Sorry, Keith, you get skipped here. No worries. <laughs> uh, for me, I mean, one thing that I find interesting about the way ESO does it. Uh, just the idea that that kind of any of the the classes the classes can pick up a staff or pick up a you know sword or you know uh, 
it, it's it's not restricted. So, uh, you know, uh, you you want to jump around, roll around with a staff as a rogue? Go for it, man. You can do it. And I think that's like a, a smart way to kind of play it because, you know, it allows different players to, to cater to their play styles, be it they're, uh, you know, role-playing something or they just want to play with that weapon. So I feel like it, it might be a good idea for uh, Ashes to follow along that path because, you know, showing off these cool staff effects and, and whatnot is great and all, but if you restrict it to, you know, one or two classes, well, geez, there goes all my hype because I don't know that I'm going to play that class. Mm-hmm. You know, and one thing that they've actually made a special note of, and this is going to be our next follow-up question too, which stuff I know you will have shared a little bit about in your answer there. Uh, is is that they have explained that whether you be a cleric, a fighter, you know, whether you're going to be a tank or, which by the way, I hate that name tank still, please change it to guardian or to protector or something. So it's not associated with a role. Thanks. Um, anyway, so some of my, my thinking is, is that they've explained already, and Steven's mentioned this more than once, whether via be live stream or whatever, that they're, they're, you're basically, no matter what your class, you can use any weapon. That's something I like because it allows for that level of versatility that Snotify is discussing. It's also something that I find to be very important for the genre itself because the more unique you can allow the player's play style to be, the more there is the more opportunity there is for theory crafting, and uh, just the more opportunity I think that there is overall for the game and its combat system to grow over time. Um, but there's something they said that they are going to be allowing to have happen. Now, Elder Scrolls Online, a good example of this. And also, I want to say Guild Wars 2 is another one I could think of where you can do that. You can use whatever kind of weapon, and you've got those abilities well, it's that limited. change. It's it is limited. Lot. Yeah, it's, it's, it's far more limited compared to the Elder Scrolls Online. Um, and, you know, you're definitely bottlenecked, I think, into what the play style is going to be like as well because of that limitation. Whereas in the Elder Scrolls Online, I think you have more freedom for it. Um, but here's my thing. Using different weapons, uh, pros and cons, what are some of the positives and negatives that you can see of that being a thing um, and and any of the impact that could have on you know a new MMORPG? Got nothing on that one. It's fair. Keith? Yeah, I don't have much to say on that one either. On Schneifar. You kind of answered that a bit. Yeah, uh, I, I don't really know how to expand upon it. I mean, I just, I, I think that, you know, having having that opportunity and having that, you know, ability to kind of pick and choose your play style through, you know, the weapon that you use is important because, you know, to a lot of our characters and, um you know, be it we create more for, for our own characters or just have these, this idea of the type of character we want to play, um, you know, ha- having that option, not being pigeonholed into, uh, you know, class-restricted weapons and mm-hmm. like that, um, it, 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 it allows for a lot of opportunity and a lot of fun to be had. So my pros and cons are this. So in the, I'll do the, the pro is first is the versatility. You're not being limited like you are on some MMOs, for example, World of Warcraft. Um, that one you're specifically limited to weapon types based on class. Um, 
not necessarily spec, but more so, well, spec actually not too, more so class of a lot of MMORPGs, they do that. It's it's like you're really limited uh, what abilities you can use, what your class is even going to function like based on the weapons and the weapons you're locked to, depending on what that is. Uh, even your armor type is locked to some things. Um, I'm not 100%. I can't remember offhand. I want to say that the armor type is also something that's going to be versatile, but there are still, for the classes, going to be some pretty significant bonuses based on what armor type you have on. Um, and we've talked about that in one of the previous simcasts where we discussed uh, um, armor types and stuff and some of the skills because the skills had outlined um, some of that information. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, here are my positive and negatives. The versatility is a positive. I've really enjoyed that level of versatility in the Elder Scrolls Online. The negative is there's, I think, a lot of room for what's the word I'm looking for, for kind of neglect on the theory crafting side. Um, one thing that the Elder Scrolls Online has done that I feel like is very positive in that regard is that they have over time continued to modify and adjust how those abilities work. They've added weapon ultimates, which went and changed the dynamic even more. I know for myself on my Khajiit Nightblade, stamina build character um, uses medium armor. On that particular character, uh, I one of my ultimates, an ultimate ability uh, that I use is the um, it's off the bow ultimate, and it's uh, basically you're firing a barrage. It's a single target barrage at one player that just just nukes them down. It's a poison type ability. Um, for me and my playstyle, that came in handy because I could mix that up. I had the opportunity to mix. Weapon abilities, ultimates, and change my ultimates out with uh, maybe guild ultimate abilities. Um, there's a lot of room for theory crafting, but the problem with that game is, is that they've gone down the same road of limiting themselves based on when they over time have changed the way everything works. Nobody, there's a meta. It's developed into a meta where there's a meta build. And to me, meta builds only come when either A, the game is designed that way, or B, the developers have allowed that to become the way the game has gone, whether it be in over time how they've changed the abilities and what they've allowed that to look like and work, <clears throat> or just the way it was designed in general. Uh, next question is going to be, when it comes to group dynamics, how do you feel like the weapon of choice that you have, whether, you, whether or not it is class-specific, how do you feel like that weapon of choice um, influences your identity in game as a player? This might be a little bit of an RP question too, but I feel like it's important to inc include that component. I'll start us off on this one if you don't want. Yeah, sure. Yeah, go ahead. So, I mean, I'll I'll just jump back to uh, you know way back when Star Wars Galaxies, a game I like to bring up a lot, but. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, <laughs> Keep too. We weapon choice in that game, I mean, some of it was ornate, some of it was, um, you know, dependent on stats uh, of the individual weapon. But I think, like, it, it, it just it, it depends on the situation. You know, if you were hanging out in, uh, you know, a, a pub and, uh, <laughs> you know, hanging out with your friends, maybe you had your, your uh, night sister uh, Lance out. You know, and it had a cool little sparkly effect on it. Um, 
you know, maybe you're walking around with, uh, you know, a blaster in your hands and, you know, full stormtrooper armor because you're <laughs> playing being a stormtrooper. I mean, it, it really, it can say a lot about your character, um, you know, based on, on what it is you're doing, what you're engaging in. So, uh, you know, someone could be walking around, you know, with a big ass ax, RPing an executioner. Someone could be, you know, and they like having two daggers because they like uh, being, you know, a uh, uh, you know rogue rogue like character, so to speak. So uh, I don't know. I think I just think uh, it, it says a whole lot. And uh, you know, ha- ha- again, going back, saying that has the having those options uh, is really important because uh, it defines people's play styles. Uh, Sam, I don't know if you remember this from World of Warcraft, but uh, you've been a paladin, correct? I'm sure, as we all know. <laughs> but I'm sure you've also collected um, the warrior transmog way back in the day. Uh-huh. And it wasn't the identity of your character, but you wanted to, to wield that, that armor because it looked awesome um, regardless. Uh, rather, it... it, it was part of your character's identity or not as a matter of fact i remember in pvp uh the reason why i collect i myself collected the old the um the older type of uh so let, let's say i was a shaman but i went to go collect um hunter gear because while i was in pvp somebody came at me and they thought <laughs> i was a hunter right and i ended up being a shaman and i just completely rolled all over them because i tricked them like aesthetically um so sometimes it's not always in de- identity. Sometimes it's um, for RP reasons mm-hmm. or, or for to, to kind of catch people off guard as well. Like, let's say, in PvP, in a PvP situation, um, let's say even in Ashes of Creation, uh, you've got people in the world and they like to go around and probably um, um, get the – let's say there's rogues in the game and they try to get the jump on the clerics mm-hmm. well you're dressed you're dressed up in clerics gear gear <laughs> but really you're um uh, a summoner you know um and get the jump on them you see what i'm saying so uh, sometimes it's not necessarily just about the identity sometimes it's also um it's also about the um the mind games or the trickery if you will mm-hmm. uh, at least that's how i play and that's uh, that's what i like about it about it um and the option and the fact that the options are out there as well um whether it's that what it's the weapons or the armor uh the weapons also can have the same effect aesthetically and um, cause the same type of mayhem as well so um just wanted to throw that example out there because it was a lot of fun um in my experience back in the day in World of Warcraft. And I would like to have that experience again as well um, to be able to trick people aesthetically. I have a very similar uh, situation to having in Star Wars Galaxies. Cool. But uh, I'm not big on the role-playing situation for everything. <laughs> like, As far as a weapon goes, for me, it's like I want the best weapon I can have that gives me the best advantage and whatnot. Like, I, I'll run around a rainbow unicorn staff if that's what gets me the best weapon <laughs> for my class so that's that's for me but yeah the aesthetically uh fooling people yeah i i ran around with a noob weapon equipped just so i could get people to uh think uh 
oh, this guy's a noob. I'm not, let me go fight him instead of hiding inside their house. So they'd come out, and then I'd put my actual weapon, and he'd be like, whack, dead. <laughs> See, I'm actually really hoping that when it comes to their combat system, that as far as their like ability, because we, we don't know if they're even going to allow any kind of add-ons in or anything like that. I'm like kind of hoping that's very minimal, but I, I think it's cool because like, what if like, you're running around, you target somebody, you just see like their level and like their name and you don't get to see like their class or any of that kind of stuff. Um, for what we've seen so far in the UI, there really isn't a whole lot to describe the person you're targeting other than just their name and their health bar. Um, but yeah, like, you know, one thing in WoW, for example, that, you know, you can in ESO, you really don't know. Because somebody could be running around and looking like anything and not be what you expect them to be. But the the tooltip indicator for when they're targeted kind of can give it away. Um, but yeah, like in WoW, for example, you've got uh, if you're rocking a, like a sword and shield, I mean, you're going to be able to tell pretty quickly. Like I'm going to be able to know offhand just at first glance if that's more than likely going to be a paladin healer, paladin tank warrior tank um possibly a shaman of some sort like a, a elemental shaman would have been more traditional in the back of the day right it's something along those lines like that's kind of a warrior like those are really like you see that you know you got to go to pretty quickly even with transmog like now they've changed it up a bit in wild to where it doesn't really quite work that way but it still does to an extent um so that's something that i mean it resonates with me for me I'm definitely a fan of like a mace and a shield. Like that's like my my favorite thing. When it comes to weapons of choice, I like to have in my arsenal, I like to have like a two-handed mace, two-handed sword, a sword and board, and a mason board. Like that's like my go-to. I love the way it looks for my main, for a paladin. That just fits my identity. That's the way I like to function. So with that being said, when it comes to the theory crafter perspective, the fact that I could rock a sword and board or a mason board and be a, a cleric healer and wearing heavy armor and not look at all like I might actually function, that to me is really cool. I like that because I could still fit the identity of this idea that I have in my mind for what my my player style, my character, the RP side even a little bit is, the light bringer, the one of justice, the one that defends and all this stuff. Like I can still fit that archetype that I have in my mind, but still function as a healer. Um, and the trickery part is that's cool is they've already talked about all these cosmetics and things like that, where you know that cosmetics are going to be a thing. So I'm thinking you're probably still going to be, I mean, no, not probably. You will still be able to rock light armor and look like you're in plate because of the cosmetic system. Like that is a hundred percent already confirmed. Right. So that's really cool to me. I can still rock cloth and it's just like on ESO right now. I wear my Emperor's regalia. It looks very, very plate, sort of very, it's very ornate, very, you know, very prestigious. Um, but I'm still rocking like light armor and functioning as a caster and doing it all well. Um, so when it comes to the combat system, and we're going to probably start to take this moment to, to wind down a bit. When it comes to your arsenal, uh, the way you function, whether we're just talking about weapon type or play style, um, when it comes to the combat system, and we're gonna. This is probably going to be leading into what's coming up in the next simcast because I think focusing on discussing the combat system in a bit of detail and and some real 
do and don'ts, I think. I think we're going to lead into that by kind of rolling out the last question here. For you all, what are some things that are very important for you, whether it is based on the combat system itself, could even be the animations, but what are some things that you really want to see, want to have and be able to experience in your character's fighting style, no matter what the weapon is you're using and what do you really not want to see? Uh, one thing that, that I really want to see that I don't think I've seen in a lot of games uh, for a while, this also goes back to, to Galaxies, but um, they had a really good system uh, early on, I think uh, pre-combat update, where you know weapons that you looted out in the wild would spawn with um, you know poisons or, or fires on them. And they'd have a certain amount of uses uh, on them, and some of them would be different power, you know, have different powers, different amount of effect. So I feel like something like that, where, you know, when you find these weapons out in the wild, when you find, uh, you know, cool sword in a dungeon or, you know, uh, doing a random quest or, or what have you, um, that there's something that, that instantly makes them uh, unique specifically from from just looting that one that one item so maybe it's just like one specific stat but but maybe it's like an effect that that sword has on it you know or that that item has maybe it's something like a you know uh fire effect ice effect poison you know what what have you um but something that makes that that weapon feel good and feel like hey this is mine this isn't no one else has this exact weapon they may mm -hmm. have something that looks like it they may have something with a similar effect but it's not the exact same uh as as what you have i think you know that because you look at like all these like fantasy movies and stuff like that and everyone has their 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 weapon their weapon of choice their you know if you look at the lord of the rings trilogy and you know, all of them and, and they all have that specific weapon, that specific item that kind of defines that, that character. Um, so I, I feel like in a good MMO, you have to have the ability to find that weapon for, for your character and make a story out of it. Uh, me, myself, I would just probably oh, say yeah, just the uniqueness and the relevance to, to anything and everything as far as like the weapons and the con combat system. Um, I want... I want multiple options and multiple ways to play my character and um, probably with O'Keefe and everybody here when I when we all say we do not want a meta mm -hmm. um, there should never be a meta in Ashes of Creation we understand there's going to be you know balances throughout the game but that's really honestly the do's and don'ts and exactly what we do not want um, and that's what every MMO player has been trying to avoid. And that's why we, most of us have stopped really being interested in MMOs because all of them have a meta, every single one of them. Mm -hmm. If you can eliminate that in your game, you've got us. That's all. I mean, that's enough said. It's that simple. Yeah, I'm going to go back to agreeing with you, Rebel. <laughs> That's exactly. I just, I just want a good PvP. No meta. I mean, there's gonna be your flavor of the month where there's a lot of people have this and that, but I don't <laughs> want it to be. You have to have this or that. It's like no. I want, I want that to be good, but I want to do my own thing. 
I want to tweak it a little bit here and there, but I all all around I just want good PvP. That's all I'm really interested in. Good PvE with some good uh, good PvP. Sorry, with some good PvE backgrounds, some mm -hmm. good bosses to kill, with decent rewards instead of wasting 45 minutes killing something and getting fucking three gold. <laughs> right. Yeah, I agree or with that. Or having to pay a long ass repair bill and not getting mm -hmm. anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know the one of the things too that I agree with all of you because we've all we've all had this conversation whether it's on the simcast or otherwise for quite some time now. Um and I absolutely agree with that and you know they've already explained that there are going to be some classes that's going to be rock paper scissors like clearly this one's going to have an advantage. Um and one thing I want to see them very definitely steer away from when it comes to the combat system, when it comes to your arsenal and the weapons that you choose is it, it to me is really awesome. If they're, uh, if they, they want to have a system similar to ESO with the weapons and then have some completely new way and approach to doing something like that, I would be all about that. And that's fantastic. The one pitfall I would hate for the, to see them do when it comes to weapons, since that versatility is going to be there is for the love of God, don't allow me to have to play a meta, for example, have to have this particular weapon to be optimal in this role. Like, it, even if my primary archetype is a tank and I, like, start out as tank, tank, right, and then I'm this role and then maybe I go tank cleric and I'm a paladin, like, don't make it to where the only way I'm going to be able to use a sword and board and be efficient as a main, you know, archetype, for example, tank, don't make it to where if I'm a tank and then I go the paladin route, don't make it to where I have to play with this particular weapon or these particular one, two or three weapons in order to really be efficient. Like that to me was just going to ruin the hell out of the game. Because if I, for example, want to play with a sword and board, I want to be just as effective whether I'm rocking a staff or not. And I don't want the system to be clunky. I don't want there to be these long drawn out animations to the abilities. Like I'm sure I want that to be cool. Sure. I want the weapon effects to be cool. I want all that to look nice and to be really fluid. I just fluidity and function are primary to the aesthetics to me. Like they've got to work. They've got to be in sync. They can't be, you know, they can't be out of sync. That's something that can't happen. And if they're going to have these really cool animations or make things look different and pretty, and they're going to have a cross between the tab target versus the more action-based organic um, UI slash combat design. Uh, my hope is definitely that they don't make that mistake of uh, allowing it to be clunky or just the animations to be just too, you know, because one of the things that ESO had when it first came out, right, was animation canceling. Animation canceling was a big problem because for the just regular player, the the more proficient player that recognized that you could cancel your animations was able to just go ham and do things that other people that were maybe not as skilled, not as um, much of a theory crafter in them. They just were waiting to use their abilities, watching the animations go all the way through. And sometimes some of the animations for this person using this weapon or ability would take much longer and to me, that's something that even still is a problem in ESO is now that they took animation canceling away. Um, 
I'm able to use uh, my Templar, for example. I'm using my Biting Jabs or Puncturing Sweep. It has a cast time, and it has a whole animation to that cast time. And trying to respond in combat to a long animation like that, that can really cause things to be difficult, especially now that animation canceling has been taken out. So just those types of fundamental things, I just th they don't allow the way that we use weapons, no matter how cool it looks, to get in the way of our function and being able to PVP or PVE or anything like that. That's my thoughts. Do you all have any other thoughts or concerns about that? Do you like the devs to hear about before we get going? Uh, not really. Cool. So yeah. Take your time with the game. Yes, yeah, I, I agree. Right. I agree. Because we, 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 yeah. people, people who love MMOs, especially us old school gamers, man. Yeah. We're we're freaking bored. <laughs> it's just that damn simple, man. We get if you're taking your time and you're like, hey, man, it's going to be a little bit longer while we fine tune this. I know that there's a lot of people that are going to be like, ah, you're not meeting your deadline and all this stuff, which, by the way, they're rocking on. Right. I get that there's like a little bit of a gap in information there because they're just really hard at work. So I'm pretty excited to see what they've got going on and how everything's going to play out. And I have a lot of hope for Ash, as I do. Um, gentlemen, we'll go Revel, O'Keefe, and Snifi here. Uh, let everybody know where your domain is, where they can find you if they want to check your content out. Well, as you guys know, I am Rebel Strike. You can find me at Rebel at twitch.tv slash Rebel Strike. <clears throat> you can also oh, find me man. on Twitter um, uh, at Rebel Strike, capital R, capital S. And um, that's about it. I'll also be here at Virtue. He doesn't know his own name. It's Rebel Strike, in case you guys missed that. I'm, I'm O'Keefe, twitch.tv slash O'Keefe, O-U-K-E-E-F. <laughs> Same thing on Twitter, at O'Keefe. Come hang out. Twitch.tv slash Snifi121. Uh, also, you can visit my uh, my website if you like uh, you know football uh, like I do. I'm, I'm not streaming a lot right now. I'm actually working on the website as we speak. Um, Chiefswire.com. Check me out. Right on, right on. My name's Seymour. I've been your host. All of my links will be in the description, all my stuff and things, along with the gentlemen that have been here today. Thanks so much for hanging out. That's going to be the end of the SimCast. Till next week, catch you on stream. Oh, wait, I'm on stream.